The biggest problem people have when frame shifting is they try to get the answers out of the new frame too fast. Okay. Right. So it's like, okay, I'm going to frame shift to the version of me that knows how to make more money. And the for, and the ver, and then I'm going to frame shift to the version of me that is making more money. Okay. I got it. Now, what do I do? Welcome to the Do the Impossible podcast. I'm Jason Drees. Don't forget to start your week in alignment. Go to mondaymindsetreset.com to sign up for my free Monday alignment mindset call, 10 a.m. Central every Monday. On today's guest, I've got another superhero, Ace Haggerty, author of the book Superhero Design, host of the podcast Superhero Design, host of the Facebook group Superhero Design. I met Ace when I was on his podcast. One of my favorite podcast guest episodes I've done, because the funny thing about doing a lot of podcast uh, appearances, there's definitely a range in host abilities, and Ace is one of the best. I really enjoyed our conversation. So I invited him on my podcast today to kind of flip it around a little bit. So Ace, how are you doing today? I'm doing excellent, and I am so excited to be here. I really appreciate you uh, getting me on your show. Yeah. Happy to be here. And you've made a little trek from Nashville out to uh, the Poconos, I see, I hear. Yeah? Yep. Yep. I'm in transit right now. This is just a uh, part of the transformation, the shift in my life. So I'm technically not in Nashville right now, but enjoying the mountains of Eastern Pennsylvania and just really soaking it all in right now. Well, that sounds like a good place to be because I hear you got some transition in life going on right now. Oh, yeah. Yeah. The one constant in life is that uh, change is inevitable. So just uh, trying to embrace it because one of the things I, I love to hold on to is certainty. And we know that life is anything but certain. So just uh, diving in feet first and really excited about being here in Pennsylvania and excited about what's coming up here in the not too distant future. Excellent. Fantastic. So what do you want to talk about today? What should we coach on? Well, if uh, anybody has listened to my story, you can check it out, superherobydesign.com. And just a quick little plug before we get into the fun stuff. Go for uh, it. Yeah. Tell us about yeah, your my, story. Yeah. Yeah, you my book, it, yeah. Superhero by Design, is available on my website. You can go superherobydesign.com, fill out a little, like I think it's name and email type thing, and then you get the free ebook. And essentially, that book was what transformed my life about a year and a half ago. And I share all the tools, the tips, the tricks, everything I used myself to go from what I called an average Joe to a superhero. And so I just wanted to plug that in with your listeners. And just like any journey, right? The work is never done. We're continually growing, continually trying to better ourselves so that we can give more to other people. Because ultimately, I believe that's why we were created is to learn, grow, so that we can give our gifts, our superpowers mm -hmm. to help the good of others. So with that said, I have made... Very, very well put. And we use those superpowers to do impossible things. Oh, yes, exactly. <clears throat> exactly. So just like my journey, when I had you on the show, it was one... For those of you listening, check out the podcast, Superhero by Design. Check out Jason's episode because I thought I was just interviewing him that we were going to go just have a good conversation. And then he flipped it on its head and you coached me on my own show <laughs> and had me go through, uh, I believe what you call frame shifting. A and it was incredible and was not <laughs> planned at all. Trust me. 
And I just, I've never had an episode like that before or since. So I really appreciate that. So yeah, check it out because what he does, he put on display right there. And then, and it was, <laughs> it was mind blowing. What number, what number episode I would was that? have to check that out. I don't think I number my episodes. So you'll just have okay. to go through and then, yeah, find yeah. Jason Drees, obviously. Um, and Got so, it. yeah, no, definitely check it out. And so after the show, we had talked about a book because I was talking to you about money mm -hmm. and mindset and, you know, scarcity versus abundance. And even though I've done so many amazing things in the last couple of years, money has been one of those things where there's some deep seated issues that I have with it from how I was raised to how I make it, to how I spend it, to how I view it. So you had recommended a book after the podcast when we were off air called Love Money, Money Loves You. And it was about the consciousness mm -hmm. of money. And so, you know, sometimes I'll, I'll placate people I'll be like, okay, yeah, I'll check it out. I'll check it out. But no, I bought this book immediately, dove right into it, and it just blew my mind. Absolutely blew my mind. You were not kidding. It makes you look at money in a completely different light. However, when I look at my life and my situation and everything, like we are where we are based off of our beliefs and the meanings that we give to things in our lives. So if we're not making enough money, if we're not living the life we want, there's obstacles that are in our way that are preventing us from that. So as I was reading that book, it was really forcing me to evaluate how I look at money, how I view money. And I would love to use this time that we have here to kind of just walk through that and have you coach me when it comes to finances. Because like this book talks about, finances are just like anything else. It's all energy. And there's yep. so many fundamental things that apply to our lives. But for some reason, people don't apply it to money. So I would love to do a money episode with you. And I'm sure some listeners are cringing right now because money is one of those taboos. <laughs> what is it? Sex and money are like the two big taboo subjects. So we're going to jump right into money. Well, used to, used to be sex. Well, yeah, right. Yeah. Yeah. We're a little bit older. <laughs> so <laughs> well, with the, with the recent world lately, right? Yeah. <laughs> sex has gotten a little bit different. Maybe we should do the same thing with money, right? Yeah. Um, oh, I agree. That we did with I other agree hundred percent. Yeah. hundred percent. So, yeah. So, so, okay. So do you have a thought question? Oh, like, well, like most people listening probably were thinking, they're asking themselves, why am I not making enough money? I have these dreams, these goals. Mm -hmm. Why is the money not flowing in, coming in? Am I just not seeing it? Uh, is my strategy not good? Are there disempowering beliefs that I have behind it, that it's dirty or that it uh, causes people to change? Like in your experience, what, what are some of the big obstacles? I'm assuming mindset always comes first. Well, it is. It's a lot of those. And this is actually my second book that's like 80% done is, is about money and about the myths about money. It's, you know, the, the thing about money, the thing about life in general is that we are creating what happens next. Right? We're constantly creating what happens next. And, um, you know, we live, you know, cliche attraction based universe, right? Law of attraction, like life is responding to us. But, but my take on that's a little bit differently in that 
you know, the law of attraction starts with thoughts, desires, interests, right? And and so it, all the way to Amazon showing up with the prizes, right? So so that's the process there, and we live in an attraction based universe, so we can receive anything we align ourselves okay. with, right? So if you're aligned with making more money than you were yesterday, you'll start thinking different thoughts than you did yesterday. Because the first start is the level of frequency, which I call frame, like the frequency of your consciousness. Consciousness that starts the frame, what I call frame, that shifts. And as soon as, and you've experienced this, Ace, as soon as you shift your frame, you start thinking different thoughts, right? right? And those different thoughts is the beginning of the law of attraction of the new thing that you're in alignment with. So that's, that's how life works, has always worked in the past three, five, 10 years, our ability to access and control it has gotten much faster, right. almost to the point where it's too fast. You know, um, it's like if we had instant manifestation, it'd probably be bad, right? <laughs> you know, it'd probably be bad because we can't, most home humans can't control their focus because so, so the thing about money is that you're going to make the amount of money that you are in a frequency alignment with. Okay. The other thing is that money is a process. So if you made 50 grand a year for the past 10 years and you decided to move yourself into alignment with making 200,000 a year, you could be in alignment with 200,000 a year and make 50 for another year. Right? Because right. there's the process the process of money. We receive money at the, people think money comes at the end, but there's an entire pro, like right now you're in the process of receiving more money, new opportunities, new things. Like at the early, if we tracked them back in the future, it started around this time period, right? So that's how it works. The problem that everybody has with money is that when people don't have enough money, they're having a reaction to the present moment. Right. They're looking at their life situation today. I don't have enough money. I want more money, whatever that is. There's typically a reaction to the present. And now this, we're talking specifically about money, but this applies to any subject of creation. There's the reaction to the present moment. And then there's getting an alignment to what you want. And there's usually a gap between those two. And what we are trying to learn how to do right now is learn how to master that process of disassociating from the reaction and getting in alignment with creating what we want. And that's where that gap is there. And the reason most people struggle with money is because most of them that are struggling with money need more money. Like they do, they need more right. money. But every day they're given constant examples in their physical reality that they need more money, need more money, need more money. So life just, so basically they, instead of holding an alignment with more, more money, they're in alignment with needing more money. So if you're in alignment with needing more money, if you're in alignment with wanting more money, those needing more money and wanting more money is actually the space of not having it. So most people are unintentionally recreating what they don't want over and over again. That's my short okay. answer <laughs> to your question. Well, that reminds me of definition of insanity, doing the same thing over and over again, expecting different results. And I agree with you 100%. If I want a million dollars, but then every day I'm looking at my present saying, well, I need a million dollars, there's going to be obviously a gap between the two things. So I agree exactly, you know, with everything you're 
saying, manifesting, looking into the future of what you want. Anything we've created in our lives have been thoughts at one point. Nothing just comes out of nothing until we think it, right? What, what's yeah. that, that book, As a yeah. Man Thinketh, So He Becomes? And yeah. I, I love that because I can look at my day-to-day life and say, okay, well, I want X amount of income, what have you, and that, yeah, as of today, I'm not where I want to be. But if I understand you correctly, if I keep focusing on that, I'm going to keep making the choices that have gotten me to this point. Therefore, nothing is going to change unless I start changing myself, changing my habits, changing my actions to get towards that. Yes. Yes. And so that's step one. Okay. Is, is step one is understanding that you must change what you're aligned with or focusing on. I like to use alignment. You can call it focus on, right? Step one is that. What usually happens next, it, when a person says, okay, I realize the change I need to make, I, okay, I'm going to make that change, right? That's, that's usually the brain will go, okay, I'm going to make that change. And what usually happens next is they, then they move into a state of the change is going to happen instead of the changes presently. It's a future tense. Because even, even as you stated, right, okay, I understand that's the change that, that the people need to make. That's a future tense. What happens right there is we start to put conditions on that future change happening. Like, okay, um, I'm going to make that change, yes. And in order to make that change, I need to wake up in the morning. I need to plan my checkbook. I need to look for a new job. I need to start working. So you start, brain starts kicking out all these things that they, they believe is that next version. And it puts conditions on that change occurring. So then the change doesn't occur. Mm. So the next step really is number one, dis- understanding that you need to shift into alignment. Your fo- you have to change what you're doing. Number two, once you decide on the, what the change is, you then need to pull it present. It's happening right now. Even if nothing else has happened, even if you're still sitting at your desk and 10 seconds later, Putting yourself in the, the the frame of it's happening will make it happen. Those are where people get stuck with like these conditions, but it's like bringing that frequency present, the frequency of it's going to happen to the frequency it is happening. Gotcha. Okay. So there's a, yeah, there's a transition there. Okay. That makes sense. And that's where, that's where a lot of people get stuck. A lot of people get stuck because they're looking for validation that it's working. Mm, okay. And without the validation, they think it's not, so they still think it's future tense. So they have these subconscious conditions running that are telling them it's not. So, and I don't, I, and actually, I don't think I've ever made that clarification before prior to this call. So, great question. No, I appreciate that. So, Essentially, I remember going to a Tony Robbins event a long time ago, and he was talking about lottery winners and how he had known some people that came to yeah. an event. And not only did they yeah, buy lottery tickets, but they acted like they had already won the lottery. And 
fully yeah. immerse themselves. And it was, if you run statistics on these people, it's ridiculous how much they were able to yeah. improve their chances just by living like they had already yeah. struck it rich. And it's, it's so interesting to see other parts of our lives where we act like something has already happened and lo and behold, it happens. Yeah. It's, it's just like finding your keys, right? You're looking for your keys. And usually what's going through your head, you're not saying to yourself, I don't know where they are. You're saying, I know where they are. I know where they are. Where, I know where they are. So you're basically putting yourself in the version that knows. That's right. And it's the exact same thing with money. Same thing as money as it is for finding well, your keys. I, I love flipping it 180 degrees. So that reminded me of when I used to go to the pantry my ex-wife would say, hey, can you find the salt or the pepper or what have you? And I'd be looking in the pantry yeah. and I would be telling myself, I don't know where it is. I can't find it. It's not here. And so I'll mm -hmm. I'll say back to her, I'd be like, I can't find it. It's not here. And then she'll reach over my shoulder and grab the salt or the pepper or whatever I was looking for. And it was literally right in front of my yeah. face. And the reason why it wasn't there is because I conditioned my brain, the thoughts I put into my head of it is not there. And my brain literally had a spot gone from being able to see what was right in front of my face. Yep. It's incredible what our brains can manifest or what they can take away depending on how we think about things. Yeah. Man. No, that's, that's freaking incredible. No, I appreciate you saying that because I think where I get stuck is step two. Like you said, my state of change is thinking of it's going to happen. And then, yeah, now I start to look things to validate whether or not it's going to happen. Check my bank account, yeah. check emails for potential clients, things like that, instead of just living like it's happened having faith and trusting yeah. that whatever you put out there will come back to you. And it's, but it's more, more though, if, if I would say, take it beyond faith. Okay. Cause, cause when I hear faith now, I'm your definition of faith may be different than mine, but when I hear faith, I hear the possibility that it may not happen. Interesting. Okay. Now you can, your your belief on faith may be different than mine, but when I hear faith and when I hear faith out of, when I hear, when I hear faith out of your mouth, I still sensed a little doubt. So let's say faith is, is part of the process. Have faith that it's going to happen or faith that it is happening. Mm -hmm. Is there conviction? Is there What's conviction, that? having conviction that it is going to happen. Is, yeah, but is there? And but okay, but so that seems like we're moving more. But like, if it was in your present reality, would you have conviction that it's happening? Oh, I see what or you're you just saying. Just know what's happening. I see what you're saying. Oh man, the semantics. You were freaking good right. at this. <laughs> it's still. I that's I don't the, I could that's what I that's my gift is like sensing that that gap right there. So there's that little. So it's like. That's, that's part of it, right? That's faith. That's your brain working its way to faith, conviction, 
It is. So it's done. It is mm-hmm. happening. Now, for somebody like myself, maybe I do this in other parts of my life, maybe just not 100% conscious of it, but obviously we wouldn't be having this conversation if I was doing this in my financial life. So Mm -hmm. what are some ways in which I can put myself in a state of full, being able to fully be in a reality where it's already happened? So it's, that's what we're learning, right? Mm -hmm. And it's almost this game of like, here's reality and here's the vision, right? So it's like, you want to be in the reality as little as possible. Okay. (laughs) As little as possible. (laughs) You want to be like, like, okay, I'm, I'm creating this. I have new opportunities. I'm doing this. And then I look down here and like, okay, I'm going to pay the bills. This is my checkbook. Okay. Okay. Now forget about that. Right. Right. Because the second, the second we pay our bills and people get their paycheck, they look at their bills, they go, here's my paycheck, here's my bills, here much, here's how much I have left until next paycheck. Yep. Right there, that shuts off money. Okay. Because it's basically saying that's all there is. So you should say, here's my, here's my paycheck, here's my bills, here's my budget, here's how much I have to, here's how much money. I have until my next paycheck that I'm aware of right now. Okay. Or here's how much money I have till next paycheck that's actually that's in my bank account at this part. That I have more money, it's just not in my bank account yet. See the difference between the openness and closeness, yep. right? So money is one of the more challenging things because it it's very easily to look at things and and you put yourself in there that's all there is. I get that. I get that. Yeah. For those of you listening, my background too is a st- structural engineering. So when it comes to numbers, money, things like that, I was raised also in a blue collar family. So it's, yeah, yeah, how much is coming in, how much after bills and yep. expenses and things like that. Yeah. How much, how much you, do you have left to budget? Yep. But like yep. you said, that closes it off. Like me trying to find salt and pepper in the, in the pantry, my mind yep. shuts off the channel to be able to receive more. Yeah. So it's almost like this, this game of managing that mind mindset and that strategy piece with, oh, that's all the money I have. Now you could do that and then shift back into in a frame of abundance. You can do that too. But any moment you're like, any moment you're not in alignment, you're not attracting. You can also think of this in, in terms of like multiverse. Like, you know, the Spider-Man movie where there's like all those different versions yeah. of Spider-Man. The the, pre- the present one is the one that has to pay the bills. The, f- the tomorrow one's right here with all the money. So you, you're you in this one. You got to come back into this one, pay the bills. Okay, get back to this one, right? Gotcha. Yeah. No, I love that. That's a good analogy. <laughs> because, because the biggest problem people have when frame shifting is they try to get the answers out of the new frame too fast. Okay. Right, so it's like okay, I'm going to frame shift to the version of me that knows how to make more money, and the fir- and the ver- and then I'm going to frame shift to the version of me that is making more money. Okay, I got it. Now what do I do? Like instantly, right? And, and a lot of times that becomes a proof of the process working if they get something out of it, instead of 
shifting to that frame. Oh, here's the frame of the me that knows how to make more money. Okay, got that one. And here's the frame of the version of me that is making more money. Got it. Once you're in that frame, it's that same present reality of it is happening. You don't have to do anything else. You hold that, maybe remind yourself of that three times a day for two days, and you'll start thinking different thoughts. Like one area that's always struggled me in business has been marketing. And I always would say I'm good at sales and I suck at marketing. And and because the majority of the business I've had in my sales career over the past like 20 years was other people brought it to me and I closed it. That's just how it worked. So I developed stories that I suck at marketing and blah, blah. And then like literally a week ago, two weeks ago, I'm like, that's bullshit. No, I, I should be great at, because I'm, aim, I'm aligned at a higher frequency. So the, the, the patterns that don't run at that level are coming up for processing. So for me to expand, I had to get rid of that old story. So it came up. And if you listen to my content for the past two years, you'll hear me saying I suck at marketing. So I realized that's not true. And I said, wait a second, I'm great at marketing. In fact, I should be, I should be amazing at marketing because I can literally feel my audience. I can feel what they want. I can feel their emotions. I can feel their pain. How am I not amazing at marketing when I can feel that? And I was like, bingo. And then literally I swear, like for the past two years, we haven't even had a marketing calendar. It's been so like Wild West over here at JDC. And literally in the past two weeks, I'm like, we need this. I need a theme every month. I need a, a, a marketing topic every single month. We need this boom, 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 boom. And like literally so much clarity. My EA, Janessa's fighting to breathe again because I was making her hair on fire all the time. And like my life was just getting simple. All of that started shifting because I realized I was carrying this bullshit story that wasn't true. So when I started changing that, all of a sudden, oh, a marketing calendar. Oh, we're basically doing the do, do the impossible 90-day challenge. We're basically doing a 90-day challenge that starts next month. Next month, I'm doing a contest. The month after that, we're going to do a virtual summit on financial mindset. And the month after that, we're going to re-enroll for the next contest, quarterly contest, right? So I'm like, oh my God, now we got some structure. All that came when I started telling myself I'm great at marketing. I love that. I think the next one is I need to... I think the next one is stop telling myself I hate social media. <laughs> I don't know if I'm ready for that one yet, but um, there's some stories around social media that need to change too. That that if I want to go in that direction, so oh, I'm I'm with you 100, percent and I, I just love that too because um, obviously I I have the Ace brand, the book, the podcast, and I, I love working with people and helping people change their lives. But at the same time, too, I am starting. Uh, an experience-based Airbnb business. I've been in real estate for the last 10 years, coming from an engineering background. I'm also a general contractor and just have done real estate for a really long time. And I really, I just love, I love real estate. Well, in this new company, I got tasked with being the CMO, Chief Marketing Officer, and the CSO, yeah. Chief Sales Officer. And when those titles mm -hmm. were handed to me, just as soon as last week, I was like, oh, shoot. I'm like you. I'm good at sales. I can close a deal, but I suck at marketing. So to hear you say that, I've been struggling with that for the past week myself is like, okay, I need to align myself with being a great marketer because I love being a creative person. You're writing a book. You've written a book. I've written a book. If we believe that we are, as humans, 
creatures of creation, which I believe everybody is. How the hell can't we do marketing? Marketing is just another way to create. And by looking at that from that frame, I'm like, screw this old story. Screw this limiting belief. Like, I will market the hell out of this. I will sell the hell out of these experience-based Airbnbs. This is going to be something that's, and like you said, it's already happened. I'm already a great marketer. I'm already a great salesman. And it's so interesting because I don't have the baggage other than it's just something I've never been completely tasked with a title in a business before, right? But but money, (laughs) as I find, is a little bit more of a struggle because I've been using money for the majority of my life. I've been making it. I've been using it. I've been playing the, the game. Robert Kiyosaki calls it the rat race for real estate people out there. And once you frame it like that, there's winners, there's losers, there's a finite amount of resources. And this goes back to scarcity versus abundance, right? If they can mm-hmm. print money, if the government, US government can print money at will, well then isn't it infinite? And we're just talking paper money. We're not talking about money being energy and really taking a deep dive in, into consciousness on this. But yeah, money is infinite. And I, I just love, love changing the mindset on that because like any other parts of our life, like you had said earlier in this, in this show, until you say it's happening and living like it's happening. And that doesn't mean we, we can't, like you said, I, I love how you said, well, you got to go back to the reality version of you to pay bills and, and take a look at your accounting, but don't spend all your time there, which as a business owner and a recovering yeah. structural engineer, uh, I tend to spend a lot of my time there. And when I, when I do, that's when stress comes, worry comes. And as you teach and preach, stress and worry closes those channels down like a freaking gate shutting down right in front of you. So that's, yep, that's it. Yeah. It's pretty cool, man. I just, no, I just appreciate you talking about this because I know this can be such a taboo subject for, for a lot of people talking about numbers, talking about money. I, I don't, why, why do you think that is? Yeah, that's, that's, you know, that's, that's actually one of the, that, there was like, there was like eight or 10 points in, in my money book that's still in draft form right now that needs to be finished, but it's, um, is being finished, is finished. Um, there's a bring in the present, but it's basically how we grew up around money, right? You don't talk about money. Don't talk about it. Don't talk about it. Why not? Why not? Um, I've been even even ten years ago, eleven years ago, when we were like on food assistance from the state. You know, I never once said in front of my children we can't afford it. I've never mm-hmm. said that ever because I don't want them to think of the money. The money's limited, right? And it's also taboo, and it's like you don't talk about it, and it's private, and because you talk about it, you make more, you make people feel bad, and it's so it's become this thing that's private and weird, and it makes people stupid. Yeah. It literally makes people stupid because like we want to make more money. We're told to get a job. You know, we're, we were all starting to figure out the entire system's designed for us to not be smart about money, right? It's built that way. And 
and we go to a job that's basically the best we'll tolerate for the most money we can get, basically. And when we get a job, it's not like we pick through 10 different job interviews and pick job offers and pick the right one. We're most people are lucky to get one and they end up spending decades of their life learning about freaking steel siding or pipes or some shit that they don't give a shit about that because that's the job they had. And, and, and pretty much everybody who wants to make more money has tried, or they went on another interview. And when you're interviewed, you're treated like fucking dirt. You're treated like dirt, especially today. Like they literally don't even review you if you don't have the check bar. So it's like the process of doing that just feels terrible. So when people think about making more money, they just get shut down or they tried to make money before and it didn't work. So then they start to go, I want to make more money. I just don't know how. So then they finally get accepted or maybe they went big and maybe they had a failure, but they just are tired of being beat down about it. So they just kind of settle into what they get, right? Because believing you can do something you don't know how to do is how you radically change your life. But most people never get to that point. Yep. So most people are living in this extremely limited point of view about money because we learn new stuff all the time. I was talking at this real estate conference and I was on stage and this guy goes, I, I did three single family homes and I wanted to do multifamily and I want to, I want to make more money in real estate. He's like, how do I make more money in real estate? I said, it's easy. He said, how? I said, go learn how. And he goes, oh, learn how? Yeah, you got to learn how. Yep. But we learn new stuff all the time. But when it comes to learn about making money, people just act stupid. Learn how. If someone's making more money than you, they're making more money you view is because they've spent more time learning how to make more money than you. It's literally that simple. It's just focus, consistent, learn. Eventually, you'll find a way. It's that's you know, but most people give up along the way. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I can just relate that to my real estate experience. I've been in this business for almost ten years, <laughs> and the first thing that I did before yeah. I did a deal was I started to go to the local RIA. I started reading books on it, talking to people that were just <clears throat> decades ahead of me, and they were just more than happy to help, more than mm -hmm. happy to talk to me. And at the same time, once I started doing that, miraculously, deals would come in. And I, I would be able to yeah. look at them and say no or yes. The ones I said yes to, I got to work. I rolled up my sleeves. I still had a W-2 at the time, work nights, work weekends. And it was incredible. It was incredible what how I changed my view on life. And, you know, the last few years I've been doing real estate full time. I got that whole, you know, not having to work for somebody doing what I love to do. And it was just incredible. But until I started to believe in myself and take the daily actions to do it, because if I kept telling myself, well, this can't be done, there's no money to be made. Well, that's going to restrict me from learning more and taking action and all of those things. So I can see in my life how becoming a real estate investor, that ended up happening. And I remember one of my first real estate uh, meetings that I went to, a lady came up, I forget what, what she was talking about, but I'll always remember this. She pointed to, you know, pointed around the room and said, I want you to all say one thing. I am a real estate investor. And at that time I was like, man, I read a couple books. I, I want to call myself an investor. And she's like, no, call mm -hmm. yourself a real estate investor. And I did it. And I believed her. And next thing you know, that 
became a part of my life and it's brought a lot of amazing things, a lot of amazing relationships. Financially, it, it has helped me tremendously. But like we know, there's the next step. And then once you get there, oh, wait, there's always going to be another step and another step. It's like hiking the top, to a top of the mountain and then looking up and being like, oh, there's the next mountain. You got to keep going, keep going, keep raising your standards and, and pushing yourself. Yep. Yep. That's how we do it. So you sound like you're, uh, you're good after today's call. Yeah. I would say so, man. I would say so. This was amazing. Like, I love how, like we've talked a few times now. I just love how you break things down in just a couple different steps. You make you, you the language you use makes it so simple to understand. And it's just these slight little micro shifts, change this word to that word instead of going to happen has happened not will happen, has happened. And that is just, those little shifts are just so powerful. I think, at least for me, and I know a lot of people I talk to, it just, it's it's an understatement to say how how those little tiny micro shifts make all the difference. Yeah, they do. Awesome. Well, I will talk to you next time, Ace. Thanks for being on the show. I appreciate you having me. You, you have a title for the book yet? Then, no, I don't. Well, it was financially fearless, and it's kind of shifted to. I think it's going to be a shorter book, like ten or twelve myths about money. I think that's what okay. maybe. And then, the, and there's also a book in my head about alignment. I think there's the evolution of do the impossible is coming out too. So, so we're going there. That's awesome. Well, I'm I'm definitely going to check it out because your your last recommendation on a book was a freaking home run out of the park. So I really appreciate appreciate that. Awesome. All right, Ace. Well, thanks for joining me today. And thank you everyone else for joining the Do the Impossible podcast. I'm Jason Drees. To get your own experience of coaching, go to freeintrosession.com. My team will give you a complimentary introductory coaching session. Until the next episode, I'll see you there. Take care. Bye-bye. Don't forget to go to mondaymindsetreset.com to sign up for my free Monday Mindset Alignment call that happens every Monday at 10 o'clock central. I'll see you there.